Hello and welcome to the Malcolm Richmond Show, the discussion where we approach life's hurdles with a comedic zen. Hi, I'm your host. Thank you for coming back, Malcolm Richmond. And today's topics are past exes, uh, ug-on-ug relationships, and cuteness privilege. Before we get started, allow me to introduce my co-host, Miss Melly Mel. Hey, Melly Mel de la Casa. <laughs> What's up, girl? So, uh, Melly Mel, what I want to ask you is... um. The other, uh, a couple of years ago, I had a, uh, a a beautiful light-skinned girlfriend. I don't, I can't even really remember right now. It's been so long. I can't remember. She was either, she was either mixed, black and white, or she was Hispanic. I can't remember. But the thing is, like, I remember, I recall looking through her her photo album of her kids and um, her past exes were in there, and I noticed that these dudes were kind of ugly. You know, I was like, hold up. Mm. So, so my question is. If your past, if your ex's past boyfriends or girlfriends are really ugly, should that make you concerned? Like, hold wait up, she likes ugly dudes. So, am I ugly? Should you be concerned about that, or are you just not even worry about it? I mean, that's a touchy subject because it can work both ways. I mean, I guess it would depend. So, let's say, okay, or, what if you feel like you're not that attractive of a guy? So, let's say that, you know, if you get with someone that's like way out of your element in prettiness, it would make you feel insecure. Mm-hmm. I feel you. So if you, if, if you <clears throat> like, again, let her kind of choose you and you see that she's been with a bunch of ugly guys, then you wouldn't, it'll, it'll, um, it'll validate you. Uh, like, oh yeah. I, I'm at least, I mean, I may not be the hottest, but I'm at least better than them. Exactly. So I have a fairer shot. You, you'll, you'll, you'll have more security in that relationship versus, okay. So let's say even like, ugly or or whatever you know if you look at your girlfriend or whoever's phone and let's say it's full of hot dimes then it would make you insecure like well wait a minute what are they doing with me all right i understand what you're saying right there but my thing was like one of the dudes like her previous um her previous mate um who was actually the uh, the father of one of her kids? This dude had the biggest peanut head I've ever seen. I was looking at this dude's head and I was like, "Hold up!" He looks good with a cap on. <laughs> oh my god, no! This dude's head was tremendous. Okay, <laughs> mm. I was thinking to myself, like, uh, "Man, I know that his mom had to get cut. There's no way he came down any canal, you know." <laughs> All right, Roger. There's no way that this dude was a natural birth she got the mm. mom got cut <laughs> oh mm. and she's like he's handsome i know he's not you know what I'm well see again um beauty's in the eye of the beholder i guess i don't know what she's holding a lot of people say that about the kind of guys that i like and when i see them i'll be like oh they're like so gorgeous <clears throat> and people's like oh yeah um yeah that's definitely your type you know so yeah i guess well that kind of that kind of goes like another way my uh, my a good friend of mine uh, i'm not gonna say his real name but uh my good friend of mine let's call him ticket okay <laughs> Every time that like, we go out, he always like you know getting whiplash by looking at these ghetto dimes. I'm like, oh my god! Mm. I'm like, dude, you like that, don't you? Ugh. I mean, just I just think of the most ratchet olive oil dipped in tar oh. <laughs> type girls. That is what he likes. I'm like, ugh, man, you don't like that? Like a nice girl, you know, who works downtown with a uh, wearing a suit with a briefcase on the way to work. You know, you know, high heels. You know, got her stuff together. He don't want no parts of it, but put uh, put a rip in those stockings and uh, re- replace those high heels with some, some um, broke down Nikes. 
he all, yeah he, he all over it like oh yeah man oh yeah I love that man you know she's she down I'm like dog no well maybe that's because <laughs> he has an insecurity so if that's all he can get that's all he may want I mean but then again some people are just really attracted to you know like I didn't want no one that I was around so I was attracted to a completely different type and like people say Oh, you know, you're you're gonna find someone like your dad. No, uh, negative. When I meet guys like to this day that are um, cocky with a bald head, I, it it kind of just puts me in that mindset. Like, oh no, we can't ever. <clears throat> we might could uh, have adult relations, but not like ships relations. You know. I understand. I understand. Yeah, my thing. I dated a girl who's um, she's really, really, she's really, really attractive. But the thing is that she was, she knew she was attractive. That's the most unattractive thing, you know, when you're really full of yourself and like, oh, I need to deserve this. I deserve this. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. She was really attractive. And to this day, she still is really attractive. But I think that she, she looks for, you know, Validation. someone, for someone she thinks is, um, you know, as cute as she is, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're never going to find it because you're, you, you put yourself on such a high pedestal. No one can ever reach that, you know. So, so to this day, she, you know, she's still single, you know, just out there still, you know playing the field and i'm just like man look man of course you need to put yourself on some kind of pedestal but not where you look down on everyone else right and that's how i always felt in the relationship like you said earlier you know you kind of look down like oh man this girl is like crazy i never think that i'm not good enough for a girl i'm like man i'm a good product you know right <laughs> you better get with it or get out you know i feel the same way but my <clears throat> pickings are slim it's like they're slim and i've dated i've dated for many many years and like the pickings are very slim and i feel like okay you know i need to start traveling more and get out of this city because it's these you know when you grow up in this environment it's not attractive to me we you know know, uh, speaking of that um do you believe that an ugly person should date another ugly person you know like they have no right they have no right to date a cute person that is not the truth i do believe in uh you know uh, i do believe in appreciate beautiful women Right. Because they, they, you know, they're ugly, so they're like, "Oh my God, what's wrong with me? I'm gonna treat her the best." Yeah, I believe in um, beauty in the eye of beauty in the eye of the beholder, blah blah blah, and all that. I do believe in that, you know. But I'm just saying, like, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, you know. <laughs> right. Oh my God, he's so ugly. Right. Uh, cute is for cute, and ugly is for ugly. Uh, that's kind of ridiculous, but you know, if you're if you're uh, if your DNA is black and you're Asian. That's in your DNA, you know. And if you're a Native American, that's in your DNA. But ugly is in the genes, so it's like mm-hmm. you gotta blame your mama and daddy for that, you know. What I'm right, right, absolutely. I think that's why a lot of people like you know get with the plastic surgery type stuff. And um, because I don't think that really is uh, you can't really hide that ugly soul, you know. Right. If that's what I tell people about me being big. I'm like, sure, I'm big. I can always lose weight. I can't change ugly. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So like, right. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's some there's some people who are out there, you know, who are not as attractive as you would like them to be. You know, like maybe they're a little heavier, or maybe their ears are a little too big, or whatever, or whatever for whatever reason, you know. But mm-hmm. thing is, like, I think that when their personality overcomes all that, mm-hmm. they just become this most beautiful like creature you've ever seen, you know. And that's why beauty's in the eye of the beholder. That's why. Right. I mean, I've seen some like some dime pieces with the worst personalities on earth. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, it's too many of those people. 
Like you can like, I'm pretty sure you can name like at least 10 celebrities that are known to have really bad personalities, but, but they're like gorgeous, you know, like they have a whole team of beauticians and makeup artists to make them look like mm -hmm. Disney princesses, but you find out they're really Carilla DeVille, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. <clears throat> that is amazing. It really amazes me. If people really, what show was that? I think I was watching some show. Was it was it um, Shallow Hal? You ever saw that show, that movie? Mm. With uh, who was that? Uh, Jack Black. It's like uh, Tony Robbins, the, uh, the 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 self help guru. He put a spell on this guy, so that uh, you know he only saw the inner beauty. You know, like uh, he never saw like the uh, he couldn't really see conceive the 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 true outward uh, look of them. You know, like what they look like mm. realistically. But he only saw that inner beauty. So, like, um, there was this um, one uh, girl who was, like, so beautiful and Gerd George's, you know. But it turns out she was, like, super fat, you know. And he's like, he's like, wow, how's that work? You know, because she was a good person on the inside. So, she was beautiful in his eyes. Mm. And then all the women who look like models and stuff like that in real life, <laughs> they look like they are old and withering away. <laughs> mm. It was a really interesting movie. I really liked it. You know, It had a pretty good uh, premise to it. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, it's called Shallow Hell by uh, with Jack Black. It was it was a really good movie, so I, I recommend it. I recommend it. I give it two thumbs up. Nice. <laughs> Malcolm, two thumbs up. <laughs> right. But that's that's awesome. why all, all the all the people like all my boyfriends, the people who made it to boyfriend status, they've all been from down south or somewhere else. Oh really? Yeah. So you like the downtown Cleveland dudes, huh? No. That's down south. Oh, down Mississippi, south. Mississippi. Down Alabama. south. Yeah, that's why I won't go visit. Really? That the country grandma? Yeah. Nah, I'm good at that. <laughs> All the gold in there too, the grills and stuff. I mean, I don't need that. That's not what I need. No, I dated a girl from like, I think the further south she was, was uh, she was, where was she from? She was from um, uh, West Virginia. Hmm. I know for some people that's actually a little north, definitely east coast. But thing is, like, it's south of me because I'm up in uh, you know Cleveland, you know. So, but uh, she, she had the accent and everything, and she was gorgeous. She was absolutely gorgeous, but wasn't the sharpest tack in the uh, <laughs> in the haystack, you know. Mm. Yeah, that's another thing I I have trouble with. What's that? It's like you know, uh, of course you're never gonna find a perfect person. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn, if they look good, they're dumb. Right, right. Right. And if they look good and they're not dumb, they're probably real big players. Right. You know what? In science, uh, scientists, they they um they try to uh, quantify beauty by symmetry of the face. I don't understand that. I don't think that really works. Uh, if your left side and your right side look exactly alike, then you're beautiful. I don't believe that works. You can take one half of a donkey's ass. And Photoshop it so, ooh, look at that donkey's ass. No, man, it's still a donkey's ass, dude. <laughs> that's that's not how it works for me, you know. I think it's um, just a com I think it's a combination of things. Like I say, like if you like, you know, chubby cheeks, and you know, then you're gonna go with somebody who likes chubby cheeks. If you like brown eyes or blue eyes, and you're gonna go with a person who has blue eyes or brown eyes. No matter if one is smaller than the other, who cares, you know? If they got that right, you know, flavor, then you're gonna go for it, you know. Like I mean, I noticed that I've gone for girls of a certain type you know because mm -hmm. that's what malcolm likes you know 
Malcolm likes shorter girls, and Malcolm likes girls, you know, who got this certain flavor to them, you know? But if you ain't got no flavor, you ain't got no Malcolm. You know, that's just how it goes. Right. You know, something interesting that a friend of mine said to me a while back, I want to know if you, um, if you think it's true. My, uh, my dude... <laughs> My dude told me that, yo, Malcolm, um, depending on uh, how good the girl looks or not, um, sure, uh, depending on if, uh, how good the girl looks, you let her get away with more than mm-hmm. if she wasn't as attractive as you would like her to be. Mm-hmm. And I think it's actually true. I think that's not just for girlfriends or boyfriends. I think it goes for kids, too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the cute baby in the family, you know, you let them get away with stuff and the the mm-hmm. the middle the middle order older one you know they ugly and you beat the hell out of kids <laughs> you know so de- depending on what they look like you know I think you you unconsciously you subconsciously treat them differently right like I worked at daycares like I told you like last show we um I uh, I worked at a daycare and it was always the, the ugly little kids snot nosed little kids always sitting in the corner and while the cute kids are out playing and you know doing stuff and breaking eggs over each other's head but they were bad they were bad too they're all bad i mean they're all kids mm-hmm. and so you know i just noticed that the cute kids were always you know letting things slide and those ratty looking kids they were always getting in trouble always mm-hmm. always always facing the wall for some reason mm. so you want to say something yeah um, <clears throat> have you ever been with someone out of desperation like you were just tired of being alone and this person just has good conversation, so let's see where it goes. Have you ever ended up in a relationship for that reason? Well, uh, I would say, yeah. I mean, we've all had, we've had that time. We call it, uh, sometimes we call it taking an L. You know, it's like, man, might as well just go ahead and just do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but uh, out of respect for myself and out of respect for that person, because I know it won't go anywhere, I wouldn't do anything with them. You know, it'd just be kind of like, oh, yeah, I hang out with you. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like dating, like girlfriend or boyfriend, Nah, I wouldn't do that, you know. That's just, that's, I wouldn't go that far. Just for, you know people who do? Absolutely. I mean, if you know people, period, you know, you know somebody who does. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone has taken that L at one time. Like, oh, yeah, might as well, you know. Like, what about being on the receiving side of that? Uh, I think you can kind of smell that coming at you, you know, so you'd be like, nah, I ain't going to take that. <laughs> Like I said, you're just with me because nobody else will be with you. Right, right, right. You know, I think that, um, I think it comes down to a a self-respect thing. You know, it's like, so it's like, it's like being the last person on the the basketball court, you know, to be picked for a team. Like, I guess I'll take this dude. Like, come on, man. I don't want to be on your team. Right. Right. I think he's a, I think you just kind of have like a, a, a whiff of pity being thrown your way. You know, you it kind of takes your mind out of the game. Like, mm, I'm not really going to put my air all into it because I'm only picked because I'm the only one here, you know? Right. I'm the only one that keeps coming back. It's like that time. It's like it's like when you're at the club and you start playing closing time. <laughs> and then you see all them desperate dudes and women looking around for somebody to take right. home. Like, who's the drunkest? Right. You looked at me uh, two songs ago. I think right. I'm going to take you home. <laughs> no, son. No, no. <laughs> right. That's weird. That is not cool. I am good on that. I am no one's uh, backup plan, you know. Right. I was right. I was almost a backup what plan. If you really like that person, so like let's say you meet a girl, mm-hmm. right, and she just has to be in a relationship. Okay. And um, you really like her. Okay. Like you really like her. Well, if right? I well if I really like her, then uh, 
Then me myself, I'm not but taking. She's it. just with you because she's lonely right now. So if she comes across someone who's better than you, you're gone. Okay. Right. Thing is, is that okay? That's a good question. The answer to that is that I know to me, Malcolm. I know that I'm a good catch, you know. So the thing is, like, I know that once you get to know me and you uh, you get to like me, I think that uh, I think you'd be able to see that I'm better than the rest, you know. So um, that comes from my own confidence and my um, you know faith in myself, you know. But uh, I mean, I got I got got it going on. Saying, <laughs> but you go, oh, okay. So no one else is around, and Billy just dumped me. So I think I'm gonna go with Malcolm. And mm-hmm. if I'm feeling you, I'm feeling you, you know. But if I know that it's like that, then I probably you know will play the game as such, you know, where you can be stepped away, so I won't be like you know giving you a drawer in my house or giving you uh, certain amenities that I would give someone who has a bit more staying power. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Right, okay. Yes, I want you. You won't have anything that's carved in stone when it comes to me. You're like, yeah, you can be going at any time. Like, well, why didn't you pick me up for dinner? Or, well, because I thought you were gonna have dinner with uh, Steve or somebody. So, right. So you have to make that extra effort, you know, to get extra from me. Okay. That's what it means to me. Hmm. So, what would you do in a situation if they were trying? Let's say, like. This person don't do anything wrong except once or twice a week they come up missing. <laughs> now they don't live with you, so they don't have to report <clears throat> to you. But they, you know, mm-hmm. like I never saw this coming, but this is what it is. Okay. You know? What do you mean by come up missing? Like what stage of relationship are we at? Let's say dating. Okay. Date. We don't live together. Okay. I'm really feeling you. Okay. Um, you know. I'm, I I give you zero reason to think that uh, you're only here out of my desperation. Uh, I got you. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because, you know, women are great at that. Yeah, I understand. Well, the thing is, like, I would I would play it by ear, you know. That's all you really can do. All you really do is make yourself, um, you know, um, flexible and try to fill out the situation. Like, if you really don't know where they are. Then you give them that wiggle room to either hang themselves or, you know, to strap in, you know. So I know it's uh, easier said than done, but um, uh, I try not to make any assumptions, any assumptions that they'll stay or any assumptions that they'll leave. Because then you just end up, you know, probably making an ass of yourself. So, like I said, give them enough rope to either hang or to strap in. So, and I'll allow that up to the point where I'm emotionally safe, you know. Right. Like I want to go out and buy a ring, and you'd be like, "Oh, but, uh, but I was leaving, you know." So, so that's not good. So, that's my thoughts on that. What about yourself? Well, I I don't know, cause I I don't know. It's a very good. It's a very good question. I don't know. <laughs> that's what I was asking for you, and I mean, maybe even some of the viewers they can leave stuff in the comments. Like, what would they do? Or even if they've been in that type of situation, what did they do? What was the outcome? Uh-huh. Because, you know, I just, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like weird because um, some days I feel like that's the type of situation I, I was in, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, but the guy loves me so much. I'm like, no, that can't be it. Maybe this communication's off. So. Okay, guys, uh, to get more and more of the Malcolm Richmond Show, you can catch us on Facebook at Malcolm Richmond, on Instagram at The Malcolm Richmond Show, on the triple dub at TheMalcolmRichmondShow.com, 
Okay, guys, um, you catch it on YouTube at the Malcolm Richmond Vlog. That's V L O G. Okay, guys, that's it for today. We hope you made your fan today. If not, we'll catch you next. H H S H O W. See you next episode, guys. Thank you for coming by. We appreciate it. See you next time.